Hey, that's my line. Some people, I swear. Welcome, everyone, to the third episode of The Life I'm Lovin'. I am your host, Vincent, and here with me being all aggressive and forward. You wanted to say the intro this time? Maybe next time I'll actually plan for that. This little person right here in a dog suit is Scarlet, my little lady, and we're having a good day. We're having a good day, aren't we, Scarlet? The past couple days, she went to daycare, and so she was all tired out from playing with other doggies. Yesterday, she slept all day, so I planned to record, but she wasn't very helpful. She didn't chime in like she normally does, and... To be honest, ladies and gentlemen, it's not as good of a podcast if Scarlet ain't doing her thing. So here we are recording once again, getting our stuff in, getting all those words out. She's a lot more energetic, even though she just yawned right now. Gonna pretend that that didn't happen. Recap, first couple episodes was pretty much us setting the stage little bit about me, little bit about Scarlett, little bit about the meaning behind the podcast, the meaning behind the name, what to expect, and what type of tone to expect it in. One of the things that I'm trying to express to everyone listening to this is how we are getting our words out and how this flow is going to be throughout the entirety. I don't know how long I expect this to go, hopefully forever, but forever's a long time. So I just want to let you guys know how we are, how we act, the things that I say, the things that Scarlett squeezes into the microphone, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. I have gotten a little bit of feedback, which I really do appreciate. We really do appreciate uh, because it, it just... It lets me know that we are on the right track. And this is episode three. We're still very new to the podcasting scene. And so any any feedback is appreciated. And I appreciate those who have already reached out. That being said, episode three is all about the phantom third member of the life I'm loving. She is standing according to her, five foot eight, maybe a quarter inch taller than me. Every single person we run into, I'm gonna make sure that they measure us back to back so she doesn't have that over me. Don't look down. I'm not gonna be wearing any sort of uh, platform shoes. Don't look down, just don't look down. If, if, If I look a little taller, disregard. I actually grew at age 28. She's arguably the best person I've ever met. No offense to all the Uh, other top tier people in my life, but she's the light of my life. And as the great HBO series that ended too soon and some might say too bad, Game of Thrones, uh, in a lot of ways, she is my Khaleesi. Nevertheless, this episode is all about Jen. She is my wife. She is my lover. Cover your ears, Scarlet. She is my best friend my other half, my certified party companion. That's right, we did go to school to get certified to be party companions for one another. She's my rock, and in a lot of cases, she is my lightning rod, and I will elaborate on that 
throughout this episode. This episode is my point of view. Uh, Our relationship from my point of view, her from my point of view, how I see her, how I think everyone should see her. I'm saying that because I want her to maybe accompany Scarlett and myself in a few episodes throughout the lifetime of this podcast, and I'm having my fingers crossed that she will. She's going to come in at her own pace, so ladies and gentlemen, don't push her to be a part of this. Although a little nudge would be greatly appreciated on behalf of Scarlett and myself. Initially, I want to start off with where we met. But before that, I want to elaborate on why we met there. Uh, I, being from Orange County, lived here my entire life up until I was 21 years of age. And I think You know, over time, especially graduating high school, I was in community college for a few years. As you live in one place for so long, some people tend to not get bigger than where they're from, but just need to spread their wings and fly. And I was one of those cases. And I don't want to speak for Jen, but she left to Northern California a few years before I did, so I want to assume that she might have felt the same way. I moved up to San Francisco to go to San Francisco State. I had a best friend who had a boyfriend who had a room available in their beautiful little home with uh, his mother and their two lovely doggies. Very, very honored that they allowed me to stay there. Very honored for my friend to have gotten to know her boyfriend at the time, now soon to be hubby. (laughs) And that's how I pretty much moved from Orange County to San Francisco. I went to San Francisco State and needed some extra cash. So I went and applied at the Daily City Buffalo Wild Wings. Jen's case, she was from LA. I didn't know her prior to meeting at Buffalo Wild Wings. So I didn't know she was from literally probably about two hours away from me. And she moved up right after high school. She also went to San Francisco State and she needed a job and applied at the Daily City Buffalo Wild Wings. She had been there maybe a year prior to me. So she was already in the in crowd. I had some, uh, I had some catching up to do in terms of getting to know everybody. But I will say this, The crew that I met at Buffalo Wild Wings, second to none. Great group of people. Uh, We were a little family in a lot of ways because we would all work insanely hard up until 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. And then we would all go out together, go to Denny's, go to parties, turn up, if you will. And they really became, like I said before, a family. Amongst that family was this girl. And I am not the type of person to reach out, try and make friends, especially at work. I go to work to work. I'm very paranoid about being fired because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that is helpful in a lot of ways, but part of my paranoia, we'll get to that in another episode, I'm sure. But I was very quiet 
I didn't talk a lot, and that kind of hindered me from making as many friends as Jen did, because Jen was a lot more outgoing, she was a lot more friendly, especially at work. She's such an amazing worker. Seeing her smile and her big old brown eyes and just how bubbly she was all the time as a bartender, as a server, eventually as a shift lead manager position. Everyone loved her. She was so powerful yet so kind at the same time. And I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure Jen pulled me into the B-dubs family. Like I knew a lot of people, I was friendly with a lot of people, but going out after work with these people, I just, I wasn't the type of cat to be like, hey, you wanna do something? And I'm in a lot of ways still not. So one night, it was about 3 a.m. and I was driving home from work after a late shift at the, the Daily City B-dubs. And I get a Snapchat message. Uh, from Jen asking me to go to a party. I'm a horrible flirt. I also don't see when I'm being flirted with. And even now, I don't want to say that Jen was flirting with me when she invited me to this party and told me that I didn't need to bring any alcohol or uh, just shower and come by. Also, the fact that it's 3 a.m. should be a lot of like green lights, but I was just like, I haven't even showered yet. And so I did go to this party and I'm insanely glad I did because I spent the whole night just watching Jen live. I know that's kind of weird, but just seeing her have so much fun, be so carefree. I'm pretty sure I, I sat on the couch for a good amount of the party, but she chose me to interact with and she went out of her way to communicate with me where I was not that type of person at all. And I admired her for that even that night. And she actually made the first move. I will let her tell the story of how the move was made, but I'm also not that type of person to make the first move. I'm, I'm very terrified of putting myself out there as you can hear when I tell you that I am not good at meeting people or introducing myself or communicating at work. I'm very head down, do what I gotta do and get out of there. Part of that is because I'm very lucky to have a lot of great friends that I met from high school, from middle school, from elementary school. So in a lot of ways, I felt like I was set, but obviously communication is still necessary no matter what age you're at in life or how many friends you have. But she made the first move and we've really been having a blast ever since that night. We began talking all the time. Um, I was still very nervous to put myself out there, but she communicated with me. She, she didn't play games in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, she was telling me what she wanted, and I had never really experienced that before in a way where I was also interested in her, but it was like, I didn't want to tell her because I didn't know 
what she thought of me, even though she was the one who was kind of initiating everything, even after we kissed, I was still suspicious. Like, how? How could I be... How could this girl be into me? It's kind of crazy. And those communication issues between her and I were a big part of why a lot of people, I think, up north didn't really feel like we were going to make it. Uh, Like I said, our communication was not there. We didn't know how to express ourselves any other way than what we knew, what we were brought up with. And so we had so much fun. We hung out all the time. We did everything together. We talked every day. But when it came to a relationship, you know, solidifying our feelings for one another, telling each other our feelings for one another, those were the hard parts. And I say that because I remember those moments and I remember how hard it was. But now looking back on it, it took us two months to become boyfriend and girlfriend and make it official. And that's how we work. If you guys know us, you know that we we go fast. We do things all the time. We have so much fun. Her and I together have probably lived multiple lifetimes in the six years that we've been together just because we do so much all the time and it's so fun to live life with her in it and those two months felt so long when in reality it was a snap and then we were together and even on days where her and I did not see eye to eye And we thought that we would never see each other's eyes again. Literally within 24 hours, we would be eye to eye again, apologizing to each other, trying to figure out how to make it work. I don't know what love is or how to explain it. And I see a lot of quotes about love online on television and they they're all different and so what I gather just based off of my relationship with Jen you can choose to try harder you can choose to try less you can choose to learn you can choose to not but there's a natural force that gets everything started the natural attraction that gravitational pull that brings two people together and I know it exists because Jen and I we didn't know each other very well up until that one fateful night she was nowhere near my existence for the first 22 years of my life And yet, within minutes of the grand scheme of 
my life. We got together. We made it official. We moved in together six months after being together. We went through our trials and tribulations. We felt negative. We lost people. We changed our jobs, where we lived. The past six years was so much life. And this person that I had barely known for a year before we got together is now the only person, no offense to everyone else, the only person that I would be okay being next to literally every minute of my life. So from what I've gathered, love is the choice to try harder or to try less. But love is also that first instinct that being close to this person makes sense. And I think there's times where the problems and life and your job and your friends and your family kind of cloud that judgment and that idea. But amongst everything, the simplicity of that gravitational pull that attraction was enough every time that when the dust settled after any sort of negative communication that her and I were getting into, that natural attraction made us try harder, made me try harder, made me listen to her more, made me empathize with her thoughts and her feelings. And not only take in what she brought to the table, to our relationship, but tone down my ideas, my thoughts, my it's this way or the highway because I'd only been in one serious relationship my entire life and all I know is what I do for myself and for my family and my friends, but regarding a relationship, that's a, that's a different beast. She taught me so much, whether she knows it or not. It's trial and error. But that gravitational pull, that attraction at the base of every relationship is what I kept coming to. It's just like, okay, yeah, we see differently in this aspect, but I love her and I want to be around her all the time. So we'll figure it out. I'm obsessed. That's so weird. Because I am obsessed. Huh, Scarlett? Are you obsessed? Good girl. Good girl. Yes. So I just rambled off about love for a few minutes. I apologize. I'm a big emotional guy. And I know I might be saying that just to make myself sound uh, sensitive, this and that. I'm actually a really sensitive guy and it's really unpleasant. I don't have a choice, I am who I am. Scarlet, deal with it. But I think I told you guys a good brief story of Jen and my life in San Francisco. 
early 2020, right before COVID. Thank goodness we were able to do this, but uh, nature had its ways. We were able to move back down to Southern California, be closer to our families. And we moved to Rancho Santa Margarita. And that really helped us grow a lot. Being in our own space, uh, we were living with other people for the entirety of our lives in San Francisco. So once we moved down, it was her and I in a one bedroom apartment. And that really, it was a test. Everything is a test. Every change is a test to see how strong we can be together. Uh, And so, you know, we got our jobs quickly. We were able to, you know, kind of transition fairly well. I'm a very, very tight individual when it comes to expenses, spending money. It's how I always am. I don't like to spend money on myself, but I love to spend money and do things with other people. Um, It is what it is. Jen loves to party, loves to do things. One of the reasons that San Francisco is so fun is because we went to so many raves, festivals, uh, vacations. We went to basketball games, baseball games. We went on so many adventures and I love her so much for that because before her, I wasn't really going anywhere unless I was invited somewhere. I didn't really plan things myself. And Jen was like, hey, you wanna do this? And I would look it up and be like, yeah, that, that sounds fun. So her want to do things really took me out of my shell in a lot of ways. And moving to Rancho Santa Margarita allowed us to kind of see what it was like for, okay, we are now spending money on our own place. We are not sharing with other people. This is us. We have the utilities in full. It was a real test of, you know, finances are always a test when you move in with someone and it's just you two and you guys are figuring it out on your own for the first time. It's something that can usually make or break a lot of relationships, finances, things like that. Uh, They can get pretty, pretty serious. And Jen and I, we butt heads a lot, but we have a great ebb and flow. She's the exciting one. She likes to go out and do things. I am the homebody. And so for the most part, we do have a way of meeting in the middle in a lot of aspects. Um, But at the end of the day, whether we do something or not, we're together and that's what matters. And it wasn't just us for very long. Uh, Four months into moving, we found our little Scarlet, or Scarlet may have found us in a lot of ways, and we became boyfriend, girlfriend, and daughter. Huh. Good girl. And so Rancho Santa Margarita was that takeoff point. Okay, it's just us against the world. We have a daughter. Let's figure life out. And we didn't miss a beat. We kept doing what we needed to do to live, but also enjoy ourselves. During COVID, we couldn't see a lot of people, but we loved being around each other. We 
uh, listened to a lot of, you know, festivals on YouTube where they would show people in these rooms, you know, they were doing DJ sets and concerts like that. And we would drink and we would have good food. We would make a lot of food. We would work out. And we were just vibing in our own seven to 800 square foot, one bedroom apartment. It was such a fun time. And we actually lived there for three and a half years. In July of 2023, about six months ago, we moved into a two bedroom, two and a half bath townhome. And we've been here since. And that was tough for me because again, I don't like to spend money. It's a very tough thing for me. I'm very, very, I calculate a lot of things in my head and this was a very scary move. But, you know, she mentioned Scarlet would have space. We would have space. You can set up your office and you can do your podcasting. And I've wanted to do my podcast for a while. I've been talking about it for years and I always made excuses why I didn't want to do it. I didn't have the equipment. I didn't have my office. I didn't have this, that, or the other. Every excuse in the book. Fast forward to now. I'm recording my third episode in my office with my pup who was sleeping in the other room before I called her in here. I said, we're doing a podcast. Let's go. She came trotting in, huh, with your toys. And then she stole my intro. She came in happy. I appreciate that. And I have her to thank. If it was me, we would still be in that apartment, probably. And I would probably not be making this podcast at the moment. And this is something I've wanted to do for a very long time. And I'm going to be honest, it makes me really happy that I'm doing it. And again, getting feedback from everybody is so cool. And being committed to it and dishing out an episode every week is, is so fulfilling to me. I thank you guys again. Can't thank you guys enough. But again, Jen was the mastermind. She was pulling the strings back there. She is the reason why I'm here talking into my phone. And we got married in September of 2023 after being together for almost six years. Uh, it was six years in November. Best day of my life by far. I would relive it every single day if I could. It was an amazing experience. We went on an amazing honeymoon. We went places that, again, without her, probably wouldn't have gone to. Uh, I'll let her discuss where we went because I know that she would like to talk about it and I think she would be a lot more uh, detailed than I would. Um, but she's just changed my life in so many ways. You know, we, we get into our negative conversations and our negative moods. And I did mention that she is my lightning rod in a lot of ways. The reason I say lightning rod is actually because I heard it on Family Guy. Meg is their lightning rod. Who would have thought? Of course it's Meg. Of course it's Meg. Come on. But a lightning rod is that one person that unfortunately gets all of the negative emotion that 
someone can't put on other people, but they feel comfortable enough to put it on this person. And I do feel bad about that. That is not something I'm proud of. Now, that being said, she is 100% my everything. So she gets all of me. And unfortunately, that does come with the bad parts. Working on them, I promise. Scarlet's working on hers too. Scarlet, don't ignore me. We all have things we're working on. You're not perfect. But a lot of times she'll get the negative me when, you know, I've had a bad day at work or I'm stressed out for this, that, or the other. And it's hard. It's hard because it's hard to not take that personal. But with the space that we have, we're able to not be in the same vicinity and we're able to relax in another room and and tone it down and think about, okay, I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at this. I need to differentiate the two, come back and express my apology, express what I'm feeling in a better way. And I do think that being here has helped us do that, helped me do that, which I'm very grateful for because she deserves to be treated like a queen. I'm not talking about you, although I treat you like a queen anyway, and your mama treats you like a queen. So whatever, princess. But Jen is amazing. She's been working in senior living ever since I've known her. And the way that she interacts with these youthful souls is so awesome to hear and see. And the way she talks about them and the way she cares so much about her work, about her family, about her friends. This place has allowed us to be closer to our friends and family. So Jen loves to host things every month for her girls Uh, for her gal pals. Uh, We have people over. We have family over. We are hosting, and it's so cool. And in our one-bedroom apartment, we wouldn't have been able to do that. And I don't see that. I don't see the possibilities that spending money can, can bring us in a lot of ways. All I see is finances leaving the bank account. But she sees a bigger picture in that regard and I love her for that I love that she is so selfless when she thinks of doing things it's always to it's always to allow someone else to have a good time now granted she's gonna have a great time too but she wants to have fun with people and Everything that she does, she wants other people to be involved. She wants to invite people over and have a great time. And even when my battery is low and I don't really want to go out or do anything, she can charge me up pretty quickly and get me out of my shell. And there I go having a great time again because of her. She has been a boost in all aspects of my life by just being who she is. And before I started posting on Spotify, I did 
record a few episodes there in the vault. Maybe in a year or two, I'll release them. But a couple of my friends mentioned a couple of things. First of all, setting the stage for the podcast, you know, building up the story. And I'm going to talk about a lot of people throughout the podcast, a lot of friends, a lot of family, Jen, who have made me who I am. I'm a big believer in the fact that I was, I probably had a few things already in me when I was a baby, but for the most part, everyone around me growing up created me. I am nothing without the people in my life, and I truly believe that. So as much as this podcast is me and Scarlett, it's the ideas that I got from other people and the values that I got from other people, and I'm going to give them credit for that. So setting the stage, letting you know about these people is something that I'm trying to do throughout the podcast. Also, sometimes I would talk to certain people through the podcast because it gives me, it, it allows me, I, I just... I am who I am, and sometimes I just like to talk to someone for everyone to hear because I want them to know how I feel. And I feel like I've said enough about Jen to be able to do that. What do you think, Scarlett? Do you think I've said enough about Mama? Good girl. I agree. So, Jen, because I know you're listening to this, I just want to say thank you. Without you, I wouldn't be putting you on blast right now on Spotify. Without you, I wouldn't. I probably would be able to do the podcast. But the environment that you have provided me has not just allowed me to do the podcast, but it's allowed me to do the podcast the way I want to do it. It's not any one topic. It's not about any one thing. It's just me. And Scarlett represent. And you put me in an environment that made me feel comfortable. And you put me in an environment that finally got me off my ass to actually start doing this. You brighten my day. I can't wait to be with you all the time. I love you so much. I'm so grateful to have met you. I am honored that fate put us at the same Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'm so excited to do life with you, continue to do life with you. I'm eagerly awaiting the day that you come and record with us, but take your time, I'm not gonna rush you. So with that being said, I just want to thank you guys all for listening to me rant about my wife. Uh, She's the best. If you guys have met her, you know that already. If you haven't, Stay tuned, because I'm sure her beautiful voice will grace these airwaves at some point in time. And so that's all I got for you this week. I appreciate you guys listening. Feedback is always encouraged. You guys have a great night. Enjoy some good drinks. Enjoy some good food. Enjoy some great conversation, great people. Be in an amazing environment. And this has been episode three of The Life I'm Loving. Take care.